Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about how to keep things simple. There may be times right now, actually, where it feels like disaster is lurking around the corner. Kids acting funny, partner acting funkier. Things are just not working the well way that you want. And you're thinking, ah, before you rip your hair out of your head or whatever's left of your hair, I mean, you're almost bald. Listen to this episode. I've got some really simple tips to keep calm in the midst of whatever you're going through right now. Okay. So stay tuned and we'll get right to it. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you hit that follow, subscribe, whatever button that you're listening to. I know I got peeps on so many different places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Listener Notes, but wherever you're listening, make sure that you stay connected with me. So as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety-split. And those of you guys who have been listening and and been enjoying it, make sure to let other people know, share this podcast with somebody else, write a review. That way it makes other people know this is a podcast worth listening. And if you love to let other people know via audio, check out the show notes section. There's a link to make a video voice message. Make sure they include your name and your hometown and what you've been loving. That way your voice is heard. Now, Let's get into today's episode. I really am thinking that some of us have become really addicted to drama. And I'm not saying this just because of the news. The news is dedicated and it's their livelihood to keep you confused. I mean, informed on the events of the day. I'm just getting to this idea more and more that we are being conditioned as a society to stay permanently trapped in things that cause us to not be aware and present in today's day. I was at the grocery store today with my husband and while we were at the checkout lane waiting before we purchased there is this little magazine of celebrating Diana's life, Princess Diana's life. That woman has been dead for almost 15 years. And I, oh, obviously rest in peace. But this idea that for a lot of us, we are staying very focused on things that don't matter to us now in terms of what we want to attain. And it's not really even related to us. I was noticing today's also headlines was about some celebrity, a list celebrity breaking up with her toy boy. And I just thought, is this what we've come to as a society? Is this where we're at, where we're, we're so preoccupied with things that are not of consequence? I heard a very interesting quote a while back ago that, Small-minded people worry about people. Average people focus on events. And smart people like you focus on ideas. 
And today we're going to focus on the idea of simplicity. And this is going to be a really great episode if you have a notepad or pen or just something where you, if you don't have anything to write with, just keep some key things available in your mind. Because I know I'm going to be dropping some bombs here. <laughs> and I want to make sure that you can be able to recall them back with ease. Have you ever heard something you're like, oh, snap, that was so good and you had nothing to write with? <laughs> well, I don't want that happening to you. But what we're going to be talking about is this idea of why do we make things so darn hard? How do we keep things simple? And most importantly, how can I create ease in our, li- in our life, my life, everybody's life? If you're interested in more of that discussion of ease and simplicity, check out the link in the comment section of Amazing Attitude because that's going to be a great primer for that topic of ease and simplicity. For our time together, I'm going to be talking about this whole area of is fear really taking unneeded space and not just how you run your life, but more importantly, how you view life. I was having this conversation mm, a couple of months ago with a young man, and it seemed as if everything in his life was based on fear-based decisions. And as a result of the fear, it was creating more confusion and more complication. And let me just give you an example. He was allowed to work in the night shift. So instead of working a day shift like 9 to 5, he was allowed to work 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. some dead graveyard shift hours. And he said at first, well, this is great because it allows me to do some things during the day that he couldn't otherwise do. But upon more conversation and more honesty, he revealed that it was based on anxiety, anxiety of interacting with people. And it was far easier for him to more or less do all his ordering online because he wasn't even going out shopping, okay, and have everything that he wanted to do when no one could judge or criticize or make him feel uncomfortable. Now, while on the surface, that looks appetizing. It looks like you're simplifying things. It never took away the fear and the anxiety. And that goes to a lot of other issues about your identity, your self-worth, your sense of meaning, your sense of belonging, or perhaps lack of belonging. And for a lot of us, we make long-term decisions based on short-term problems or problems that are not even applicable to this day. Now, obviously, there's some ground rules for all of us as we go about and interacting with people. Now, we don't want anyone mistreating us. Duh. We don't want anyone taking advantage of our time. 
another duh. But at the same time, we can't live a happy and fulfilled life while operating under fear. So I want you to really think hard and deep. Is there something or someone that makes you feel afraid of your own ability to confront with love and compassion? Because I don't want you to get into jobs, get into careers, make family payment decisions based on that fear. This is it's especially true for young women where I've, I've met some women and they wanted to, they made decisions based on their partner, not in the sense of if this was a mutual decision, but it was fear-based decisions. I'm going to have kids because my partner has kids. I'm moving to the Midwest or the South or wherever because my partner wants to do this. Well, honey, where did you come into this? Where is now? We always in relationships, professional, romantic, all otherwise, we have to make some compromises if we see there's a greater good. But if we're making fear-based decisions based on the idea that if I don't bend over backwards in order to accommodate them and their lifestyle or whatever they think that we want, that signaling of a codependent relationship where you don't know where you end and they begin. There is a some form of enmeshment where you only feel validated and loved and affirmed based on what they do or don't do. And I don't want that to happen to you, my dear. Is that something that's happening to you right now? It's impossible to create sympathy any simplicity, any ease, anything that really matters most to you right now. And for a lot of us, these patterns weren't random. They were created by scripts that were created in our childhood. Now, little kids between ages from birth, actually even while they were in the mother's womb to three, they have imprinted and learned over 3,000 types of words, interaction, behaviors, mannerisms, from not just the way the mother held the baby to how they they saw parents interacting. So many different things, and their personality can be built in. You can become anxious. You can be fearful. You can be all these things based on what you're observing. For a lot of us, if we observe chaos and confusion, we just may think that it's normal. So as you're thinking about this, this is my next question is, did you inherit certain ideas about how to live, where to work, what to do based on antiquated, outdated, meaning that it doesn't, it's not relevant to you and your course of life or from your family or familiar settings. Oftentimes when I meet people and they say, I really want to create simplicity. I really want to create ease. And they literally don't know how to do it because all the scripts or all the things that they observed from when they were a little baby walking up to how they were interacting with their kids was based on family interactions. And you may sit here and shrug and go, oh, well, what you going to do? Well, what you're going to do is being able to be asking yourself in this present day, 
Is this helping me? Is this functional? Is this something that I would want my own kids or people around me to be proud of? Because oftentimes we say, I hate breaking down in anger. I hate being frustrated. But we don't really know where it came from. If we don't know where it came from, we can't stop it because we will continue making the same type of repetitive behaviors over and over and over and not knowing how it got generated. I am a big, big, big fan of people watching. (laughs) I learn a lot when I observe different people. And I was walking around and my neighborhood, that is, and I saw this young lady. She looked like to be 19 years old and she had a little do-rag or bandana on her head and, you know, very attractive little young lady. And then I saw her interact non-verbally. And it was extremely unattractive to me. Her arms were flailing. Her face pouted. You could see like she was tensing up her muscles in her face. And she looked upset. And anytime I saw her on the phone or interacting with someone, her housemate or whatever, she looked upset, guys. And as I looked at her, I realized that She inherited that mannerism from someone. Most specifically, probably her mother. And so as you're thinking about your issues, did you inherit anger, fear, anxiety, overwhelm, confusion in regards to having indecision about what you want to do? Did that come from You? Probably not. Most likely, you absorbed and you recorded these events. So many times, you made the conclusion in your mind that it was an acceptable and appropriate response. And I'm here to tell you that if you're finding yourself frequently irritated or stressed or focusing on things and events that are beyond your control or influence, you're setting yourself up for an early tombstone, okay? Or you're setting yourself with a type of heart disease problem or stroke, whatever, okay? Because your body was never meant to take on that amount of stress, that amount of frustration. And it typically always traces the roots back to what you observed from your family, close friends, those kind of places. And if you're able to analyze and figure out where it came from, then then you can be able to activate your adult within you. Now, we all have three parts in ourselves, okay? We have the childness that wants to laugh and have fun and be wild and free. We've got our adult 
that is a doer. It's a thinker. It responds logically and linearly based on facts and data. And then we have our stereotypical parent. Now, our parent can be our nurturing side that comforts us and makes us feel good, or it could be our domineering parent that tells us the do's and don'ts and automatically gets authoritative. Imagine when you find yourself instantly wanting to criticize without having information about something displeased you that most likely that's your parent talking. I talk a lot about the differences between the parent, the child, and the adult and how to get them under control and amazing attitude. But for the purposes of our time to get today, oftentimes we short circuit our ability to think rationally and calmly when we get triggered by people or things that call us back to uncomfortable moments in our childhood. And go ahead and revert to Amazing Attitude because I talk a lot more tools about that. But I just want to say that it's not uncommon, even myself, when there are certain people say certain things to me and it reminds me of certain relatives I have. If I'm not careful, I can time travel back to that state where I can get angry and belligerent and upset. And obviously, I've done so much work to help understand that part of me. But for a lot of us, the reason why we can't stay calm, we can't feel at ease, okay, is because we're not reacting as an adult. We're acting as either a petulant child or a very strict parent that only wants to talk about the way it was and the way it should be. You'll always know when you're talking to your parent when should, should, shoulds, must, 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 do, do's, do's. And there's no iota of thought as whether or not this is applicable or necessary. I don't want that to be you. I think that you owe so much more to yourself. And as we think about creating ease and creating simplicity, we must channel the adult. And actually, that brings me to the last point is, I want you to think about the better way. For so many of us, we always think to ourselves about, well, it's always been done this. This is always the way that I observe this. And we're going to just continue the path. Now, uh, I want to put a palm to my head as I say this because I myself used to think this way way too many times and it was based on my inability to seek bigger and bolder than what I currently see right now. Is that you right now? Do you feel as if you are only trapped to repeat the patterns that you observe from your parents or your family of origin or relatives? And I want to let you know there is bigger and brighter. And this actually brings me to this point where I want you to be your own best ally. I want you to be your own Superman or Supergirl or super whatever you want to call yourself and channel into that instinct that wants more and better and easier. What does more and better and easier look like to you? Does it mean that you're going to have to abandon that 5,000 to-do list where you have unchecked items that hail back from 2019? (laughs) I don't know. You tell me. I don't want us to sit here 
and punish ourselves and shame ourselves about us not taking follow-through actions. Perhaps some of us have overwhelmed us ourselves with the duties and responsibilities as a way for us to disappoint ourselves and never accomplish anything. Is there a part of you that can't allow yourself to do things better and simpler and easier because you are becoming your own inner worst critic and telling yourself all the messages from angry, self-righteous people of your past? I had a relationship, quote unquote, with one of my dad's ex-girlfriends when I was in my adolescence. And I, this woman was a mean drunk. She was a mean drunk. And it seemed like she was ready to rip me a new one every time she had enough Johnny Walker in her system. And if you tell someone they're a loser and they're a bad person enough times, they'll believe it. And long after she departed from the influence of my life, I was still telling myself those messages. So it kind of, I know it kind of reminds me back of our step two about checking and un- analyzing those where those voices are coming from. But I just have to say that as emphasis, again, is that if we're going to make things easier, we have to be able to, willing to forgive ourselves for all the mistakes that we made. And actually, forget about forgiving ourselves, using them, embracing them as how we have grown and learned and evolved and what we want to do better for ourselves. I don't believe we make mistakes. I think we make opportunities to for more growth, more healing, more change. If that is you, if you are feeling that you can never do good by a certain person or a certain institution, then maybe it's time to find someone or something that will love you for you. That will drop the stress. And if you're having no stress, then you can naturally start to drop the confusion. When you drop the confusion, now you can be able to invite some simple ideas. For a lot of us, we make things so darn complicated because we want to feel as we're smart and we've got things together and we know what we're talking about. But in reality, the most smartest people you know are the ones that make things so darn easy. When I think back about the best professors, the best teachers that I've ever had, they always had the most simplest ways to remember things. I remember when I was first getting into marketing and talking with people and all this stuff, or meeting people new, I was introduced to a phrase, wife. The wife phrase is, speak about work, speak about someone's interests, speak about their family, think about things that entertain them. And when I had people speak in very common, everyday language, it just made me feel that they were just trying to meet me where I could be met. And this is my invitation to you to start asking yourself, are there some people that are really making you feel uncomfortable? Now you have to ask yourself, are they making you feel uncomfortable because there's things that you need to improve? Okay. 
And again, amazing attitudes one resource for you if you feel like you need to do some inner work, some inner healing. Or are you doing, are you hanging around people that really don't have your best interests in mind? That's a conversation that you're going to really have to ask for yourself. And it's kind of hard to make things simple and make things easier when you're surrounded with people who are raising your cortisone levels and making you feel stressed. You can't think straight. So this is really where I want you to be honest with yourself and say, I'm going to surround myself with not just people and things, but I'm going to ask myself the questions about what do I really want? What do I really need to keep things simple? And I'm not talking about some to-do lists. I'm not talking about all these responsibilities. I'm talking about the inner work. Once you do the inner work, the outer work, meaning how you choose to live your life becomes so much simpler. Okay. So let's kind of review and just generalities about what I talked about. Most of the time, I just have to, when I talk with people, it always goes back to are their central themes that of fear that you never quite resolve with your studies with your family with whatever and is it causing you to make long-term solutions to short-term issues or issues that are antiquated or outdated now i also want you to take a hard look at the scripting meaning the things that you observe from your family of origin or people that you grew up around do they teach you things or show you things about how you're supposed to relate to others that is neither functional nor healthy, I want you to ask yourself that question. And then lastly, I want you to ask yourself, are you working in a way that is making you feel good or is it stressing you out? I don't know. You have to ask yourself that question because only you know, okay? Now, was there an idea or something that really popped in your mind? Let me know, okay? Send me a message at podcast at denisetlee.com. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you share this podcast if you've been really enjoying this. And just really think about the things that I said. Amazing Attitude is also a resource that can be real helpful to you if you're ready to explore who you are on a deeper level. Well, that is it. Take care and be awesome.